happy holidays from the Hideous Laughter Crew. This is Emily, the voice of Lyra. We've been feeling the love from all our fans of the show. Thank you for listening and helping us build a community. Please help us continue to grow by leaving us a review on iTunes. After our previous nail-biter of an episode, sit back and relax for episode 19. like liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 19 so, guys, this is a little bit like last week. We're we're all sitting here, and we all have the same drink in front of us, uh, but Haley made it for us. So, Haley, can you tell us what we're drinking? You're drinking a lot of rum, a little bit of cider, some apple, oranges, a clove, cinnamon, and a little bit of pear, Stephen. Slurp. <laughs> That's a spice cider, Griffin. Thank you. So, uh, so it's pretty freaking delicious. <laughs> I'm digging it. Uh, digging a couple hot drinks in the cold, uh, cold, cold winter. <laughs> cold, cold. Hey, it's kind of cold outside. Okay, dear. Why don't you just calm yourself? And all right. I know we have a lot of Minnesota <laughs> listeners, so I guess I guess you can call us pussies all you want. Well, but... not as many as Illinois listeners. I guess yeah, not. Speaking of <laughs> Minnesota, not. please step, step it up. up. I know. I know we can do better. <laughs> so. Guys, before we get into the episode, I kind of wanted to do a little, I don't know, look behind the screen type thing. I kind of wanted to get your opinions on that last session because it was really, really tense. It was tense in here. I could tell you guys were stressed out. Um, so what I want to know around the room is what you guys thought of the session, but I think, uh, for Steve in particular, we'll start with you. What'd you think of the session? But also just like as a, as a player versus character in that scenario, I think the pivotal moment for Matumbe was right when he decided that he was going to tie himself off instead of trying to escape the, the room with the haunt and the room with the skeleton. He tied himself off and put his trust in Eclipse. Was that more of a mechanical decision by you, the player, that you know you you thought maybe you would survive better that way, or was that more of a character decision with Matumbe? Sure, yeah. So, uh, to to address your first question, I am a little bit of a Pathfinder masochist. Like my favorite, my favorite sessions are one where the party is just getting beat to shit, and that's not because I like losing. It's because that makes the the you know i have almost zero hit points left and i roll a natural 20 it feels so much better than just you know beating the shit out of some goblins and getting a natural 20 you know what i'm saying so to me last session was pulse pounding and yeah i pitted out my shirt but <laughs> but it felt good to to succeed against the i don't know how many enemies we fought last session it was a crazy amount but to succeed against all of that, even though we got the shit kicked out of us, was uh, uh, felt genuinely amazing. 
to respond back to your other question, though, about whether or not that was a player or character decision. Oftentimes it is difficult to delineate one or the other. But in that specific instance, I think those two things were kind of one in the same. Matumbe could have kept fighting. I could have forced my player to keep or my character to keep fighting. But when you're at zero hit, it's not like you're at one hit point. Yeah. If I was at one hit point, I, I could do something and keep going. If I'm at zero hit points, me as a player, so I know mechanically, and Matumbe as a character, we both know that when we do something, that's all we can do. Like if if Matumbe makes an action at zero hit points, he goes down. It's yeah. that simple. So it's when you're when you when you run twenty miles and one more step, you know you're about to pass out. Right. I've never run twenty miles, but that's just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> that's just saying, kind of how I assume it works, right? That you actually, yeah. Uh... No, analogies aren't my strong suit. Probably not Matumbe's strong suit either. See, <laughs> player and character, right there. Um, but yeah, at, at zero hit points, he knows that no matter what he does, he's going down. And if someone gives him an out, and Eclipse gave him an out, he, he he's not just going to take it. He has to take it. He doesn't have a choice. All right. Have fun. Could have made it out of the room. I think you were only twenty feet away from the exit. If you had done a full, or if you had done a move action, you would have made it out of the haunt. The threat was there from the skeleton that mm-hmm. was waiting for an attack of opportunity right, it, on you. And that's 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 just a chance I couldn't take at that point. Yeah, I feel you. So Brooks, um, what do you think of the session first off? And then there was a little little added tension to the room. If I remember correctly, uh, Brooks and Ikmer were a little upset with Lyra's Lyra's first, well, early action where she actually went back and healed Eclipse instead of continuing to run out of the prison. Um, so player versus character there. I mean, are you mad at your wife? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I'll I'll start with the first question with uh I guess uh I'll respond with another question which is like uh, how clenched were my butt cheeks and Griffin very very <laughs> clenched it was pretty tight butthole it was it was uh, very stressful indeed um but as a character I think that Ikmer was indeed trying to play tactically in the sense that he was letting everyone else go first hopefully taking any attacks that would initially come about because he knows and i know as a player that he has the highest ac and that's both like important for the character to know and i'm sure it's pretty obvious that both i'm sure hickman knows that he's Oh yeah, He's the that, beefiest person there for sure, for sure. And so I, I think that that's that's important both uh, to like for for him to know that, and as a player, I know that too. So I wasn't really breaking too many walls in that sense. Gotcha, Haley. What'd you think of the session? But also, Eclipse kind of came out of that session looking like a hero. She went back for not one, but two people, something that even most heroes likely wouldn't do when faced with 
you know, hordes of undead, haunts going off, slamming doors. Do you think that was, in Eclipse's mind, confidence? Or was she doing that in the moment because of adrenaline? So I'll start with myself. Uh, personally, I was stressed the fuck out. Yeah? I, see, I seem to be getting the vibe around the room that you guys were a little stressed by that session. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was actually a little bit PG with saying with my, like, my butt cheeks were clenched, but stress the fuck out is a pretty good term for it. Yeah. So, I mean, I was I was stressed out during it, but I also knew that I had a few, I guess, tricks up my sleeve <laughs> with, like, the mind steed and everything. Yeah, the fucking mind steed. Where'd that come from? Right. Um, I'm auditing sheets. Mind steed. <laughs> Low-key saved the party. Holy crap. But, I mean, realistically... Eclipse quite literally stroked her ego last time by, like, patting her own mind and telling her how great she was. So she is still feeling really good about this. Like, I mean, she came out basically at full health. She saved two people, go went back twice. She feels in her element, but also she's got this. She is a little bit worried about the rest of the party, but she feels like she's got this. Gotcha. So confidence is what I'm getting from that. Confidence. I mean, yeah, I had adrenaline. Yeah, it doesn't seem too. like adrenaline when you're saying you're stroking <laughs> your own ego. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I don't think I would have gone back in as easily if I didn't have the what what probably was an adrenaline rush from being healed from the like negative energy coughing guy, coughing Face doorman. Door. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like I mean, if without that adrenaline rush of like I'm feeling better. I I don't know if I would have ran in like I did. Well, technically, you didn't do anything. Your steed ran in. I mean, okay, <laughs> all right, Drop all right, you know. Um, all right, so Emily, same question. How'd you feel about that session? But also, so you have this, you have this enemy in this campaign that that keeps coming up, and it keeps speaking to Lyra, and it keeps seeking Lyra out. Player to GM, I want to know, are you upset with me that I'm singling you out in this way? What do you, what do you think about it? Like, like I know what, I know what Lyra's thinking because you're relatively forthcoming with Lyra's feelings, I feel like, as she's experiencing this thing. But as a player, do you feel like I'm singling you out in a bad way? You could tell me the truth. Uh, so the way that I like to play Pathfinder is just interacting with the world that's created around us. So, I mean, I also helped create, I created Lyra's uh, story with input from you as well. So I'm partially to blame as well for some of the uh, nasties that are going to come <laughs> after her. Uh, but I feel like it's just part of the story. It's not like, I mean, the creature is singling her out, but as... As personally, I don't feel singled out. It's just part gotcha. of the game, and I have to react to it and try not to die. Try not to die. That's a that's a tough one. It's almost toying with you at this point. It is. I mean, the first time it just knocked everybody else out, but Lyra, and this time it actually did physical damage, and then knocked her out and left the prison to uh, potentially take care of her. So yeah, it's a. Uh, it's getting bigger and stronger, and it's it's reaching out more. Yeah, 
You noticed that when I said the size was bigger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a little worried. <laughs> so uh, for the listeners, I really just wanted to kind of put something like this out there, kind of have us talk about, especially with last episode being as tense as it was, I really wanted to kind of go behind the screens and and show you what, you know, what my players are feeling, what they're thinking about their characters. If you guys like that kind of content, that's something that, you know, we as a podcast would be more than open to sharing if, you know, if you guys want more kind of behind the screens content, feel free to reach out to us, you know, on any of our social media, send us an email, whatever. If that's something you like, we want to know. We want to know if you like that because, I mean, I enjoy hearing what you guys have to say about the stuff that I throw at you in a in a different forum maybe i'll let you ask me questions but i'm kind of a steel trap so and, and, and podcasting about our feelings is cheaper than therapy so if you want to hear how we feel about <laughs> sessions oh god just let us know so why don't we get cracking on this episode oh god you did you already done? finish your yeah oh, you dude. guys aren't done no no man it's been like 10 minutes fucking monster that's a tall boy hands so where i left you guys off you made it out of the prison you made some purchases the boys went to the bar ikmer got drunk i'm sure they swayed back home or at least ikmer did at some point during the night oh yeah it was just ikmer drinking to be honest yeah matumbe was just there as moral support yeah Support. Well, yeah, more than just moral support. Probably moral support so you could walk back home. <laughs> so you guys made it back to the Laura Moore household and you went to bed. Eclipse, you had a pretty creepy dream. And then you woke up as the rest of the house woke up to this banging on the door. You kind of wipe your eyes and you see that that it's it's just past it's it's maybe early morning it's past dawn at this point what the f- was that a sick rooster yeah that was that was pretty weak for the rooster oh jeez that was actually really there you go there we go did the it last sounded, one get butchered healthy. halfway through i don't know that's that was yeah anyway interesting let's see what's going on there so you hear this knocking at the door Do you guys get up? Yes. Okay. I feel oh, like yeah, that's not sure. a question. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. You could lay yeah. in bed. You beat the shit. As as Ikmer is probably slightly hungover for the first time in his life, he would still be very excited about guests. So yes, guests, any sort of guests at all. So who reaches the door first? Uh, can we can we take a quick five seconds to talk mechanically? Like, are we are we past the sleeping and? Yeah, you guys stuff? have gotten a full night's rest. So, oh cool! Now heal. I only have two strength damage instead of three. Heal your heal your uh, con plus level or con mod plus level. Here, heal your uh, one point of ability damage. Get your spells back. That kind of thing. I'd like to announce that for the first time since fighting the um the what guy who did the V and the E. On the statue. Oh, Gibbs? Yeah, Gibbs. For the first time since fighting Gibbs, I do not have dex damage. <laughs> oh, Yay! Nico. Wow. <laughs> at your full AC? It's weird. It's still 15, yeah, but yes. <laughs> kind of shit at AC. 
Uh, so at Lyra would also like to quick grab a hero card as she's getting out of bed. Well, let me shuffle these around a, a smidge. Yeah. And so while you're doing that, I guess it's uh, what Ikmer would do. It sounds like Matumbe would have to uh, pray a little bit before before he gets up. Yeah, we're we're assuming that happened during the night. Yeah. So uh, I guess since Ikmer is, uh, I think Ikmer would be first at the door. Yeah, it'd be Ick and E. Okay. So here's what's going to happen, actually, Lyra. The first card you pull is going to be your Harrower Abilities card of the day. Okay. I got the Carnival, which I believe is a neutral. That is a neutral card. So, or well, it is oh. a neutral. Yeah, yeah, this isn't for the... It's the star. It's a wisdom. Wisdom. Ooh. Okay. So, Will saves... Perception checks, that kind of thing, you can use it on. The next two cards that you draw are for the party. For dealing with me last session, I thought you guys did a brilliant job and you all made it out, which blew my mind. But the next two cards are what we'll consider hero cards for the party. I need a majority vote on when they can be used but they can be used at basically the party's discretion. Woot woot. Good job, everybody. Point, point, point. Get that first card. All right. So we have the Empty Throne, which is a crown. And it is Charisma. a good aligned card. Well, yeah. That's... Which means you guys get advantage on a roll. Oh, so we get to use them as like... Oh, these ones are... Yes, these are... Yeah, yeah, these yeah, are... Yeah, yeah. Nice. The, um, the hero point hero cards, basically. Oh, if I didn't address it earlier, Steve... I am so angry with my wife over (laughs) last week. And right now she's, I really feel like she's not drawing the hero cards very well. And so this is just adding to it. It's awful. So I think you'll like this one. Wink, wink. (laughs) The tyrant is an evil card. So you've gained both an advantage and a disadvantage at the party's discretion. Make sure you guys mark that down as kind of group hero cards. I love it. So you hear this knocking, and Ikmer gets to the door first. And he opens the door, and he sees Sheriff Benjen on the other side. And Sheriff Benjen says, I'm... I can't believe I'm back here, but there's been another vandalism. The fountain... As as you may well believe, I thought we've dealt with it, with Gibbs, but there's a new letter. What does it say now? Uh, I believe I was at the door. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that that's pretty strange because I I I'm, I thought we we uh, we dealt with it. Uh, what what letter was it this time? Well, yeah, you had the V, you had the E, and now there's an S next to it. Oh, okay. I I guess, you know, Sheriff, I know that you might think that I'm the smartest one of the party, but... Clearly, Edmar, I do. But, uh... That's why I'm taking my time to talk to you in the morning. and And I really appreciate it, but, uh... Just, just give me one second. 
And then he quick runs upstairs, gets everybody else. And I think everybody's like leaving their room, like headed downstairs when you run up oh, to yeah. greet them. Everything Ikmer says in between what he, or like between when he runs up the stairs, sees you guys, and then runs back down the stairs is unintelligible. <laughs> and, and basically, I, I, I imagine that. In my mind, Ikmer gets up the stairs at the exact same time that Matumbe is closing the door to his own room, and Matumbe turns, and clearly his left hand is has like some sort of wound on the palm, and he's tying a like a, a ripped off piece of his sheet over it like a bandage. Good morning, oh. Ikmer. Thank goodness, Matumbe. There's somebody at the door, and there's somebody we should probably go talk to him. And there's another letter at the door. At the the the, the phone. Slow down, and, slow down, my my, oh, my boy. Oh, Who's at the door? The sheriff. The sheriff. Okay. The yeah. Are yeah, yeah, the you clips up yet? The yeah, the lawman. You know, we we yes. talked to him before. Yes. Gosh, Matumbe. I thought you were smarter than this. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I remember. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get everybody else. Thank you. I'll go down and talk to him. You meet me on downstairs when you have everybody else. Okay. And so Matumbe heads downstairs and Ikmer. Imagine they're not far behind. Yeah. He, he, yeah. If they're not out of their rooms yet, he just smashes his fist on the door and is like, get up. <laughs> Possibly like crushing the doorknob in the process. Doorknob, door handle, whatever. He kicks the door yeah. open. <laughs> he's that excited. Kicks the door. He's that excited. Even though he only has 11 hit points, it, he's that excited. For ah, sure. 11 hit points. Nice. I, I know, right? Eight, I got 10. Really, yeah. He's just really Not feeling so hot. Yeah. So, Matumbe, you head down the stairs. You see Sheriff Benjamin in the door frame. He's like, thank God. <laughs> Hey, Igmer, <laughs> what are you trying to say there, Griffin? <laughs> Igmer opened the door. I know he's um, a special lad. So <laughs> I was hoping he might bring someone else down. There is greatness within that boy, but he has much to learn. Good morning, I haven't Sarah. seen it yet. <laughs> I'd love if you could show me. <laughs> so he, you know, he says good morning, and he tells you basically the same thing that he told Igmer, basically that the fountain has a new letter on it. It's been vandalized. They can't seem to wash it off. It's and the, there, there were no witnesses to the vandalism. No, there. Um, we actually had a night patrol, and uh, no reports of anyone near the fountain. Well, sheriff, we can. The four of us can certainly take a look, but I fear that if nobody saw who committed the crime in Gibbs, the man that we all believe to have vandalized the, f the fountain before is dead. We can take a look, but I, I do not know what we'll be able to find. And I think at this point, the sheriff, who is, you know, six feet tall, he's not a small man, well, but he, but um, he, he, yes. Matumbe he, is seven feet tall. He kind of gestures for Matumbe to lean over so he can whisper to him. Joke's on you. I'm already leaning because I can't fit out a normal door frame. <laughs> <laughs> So he gestures and Matumbe leans down and he he says, I I don't think that we have one perpetrator. I think that whatever's been going on around town, I think this is part of it. I don't think this is a regular vandalism. Otherwise, it would have stopped, wouldn't it? 
Sheriff, you, you imply there is some sort of conspiracy. Maybe a conspiracy, yeah. Maybe it's got something to do with that prison that you're looking into. Then our gravest fears have been realized. That it is not just this man Gibbs, and it is not just the haunts around the prison, but there are more sinister forces at work. That that's where mine went my mind went to, Matumbe. I um I don't need you to come with me today. I we've you know, it's just another letter. We don't see any bodies, so if you could continue your work at the prison, I think, you know, we can kinda tackle this at two ends and see if we can come to a conclusion in the middle. I agree, Sheriff, but I will say if another letter appears or you apprehend somebody who may be in the process of vandalizing the fountain or some other landmark in town, please come to us immediately. We will help you rectify the problem. Tell me then, um, will you be at the prison? We intend to go to the prison today and root out the cause of this evil. What I'll do is, if if something happens in town, I'll send one man to right this spot, and I'll I'll send another man up to the prison. He'll yell to you, but I I don't think he's gonna come inside. That that is not our concern. As long as we can hear him from inside the prison, we will speak to him. Okay. And with that, I think the rest of you are kind of coming downstairs. He mm. doesn't have a lot of time, so I think he's likely gonna, you know, bid farewell to the group. Ikmer, while you were gone, this man complimented your intelligence. Thank you oh, for handling this this yeah, morning. Thank you, Matumbe. I really appreciate it. Man, uh, are you sure you caught all of that, Matumbe? I, I know it could have been pretty hard to, to get all of it at one time. <laughs> we talked very slowly. Oh, thank, thank God, Matumbe. I really... Uh, did you Did you happen to write it all down? I did not write it all down, but I remembered plenty. Ekmer places his hand on Matumbe's shoulder. Oh, it's okay, Matumbe. You have a lot to learn about investigating. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. So. I'm 60% more intelligent than you are. (laughs) It's all right. So you guys, you got this information this morning. It didn't seem like the sheriff had like an urgent need for you to come along, but I think at this point he's he's going to be keeping you updated if stuff's happening in town. So, what's your plan for the day? Um, cure light wounds. Cure light wounds. Hey, you guys got a wand we with twenty five charges it. in it. We are planning to pretty much wand ourselves all day, right? Yeah. Is there anyone in town who could heal us more for free, by the way, before we use our wand charges? You could head Kendra to... Had you on, um, Kendra used a scroll on you guys last time, which she no longer has. You could head to... Cleric? Yeah, you could head to Father Grimborough at the Temple of Phrasma. Remember, he tended to keep a lesser restoration spell prepared as well as... The, you know, I'm sure as a cleric, he can trade any of his spells for cure. So he should be able to heal you if you present him with enough need. The other thing you might want to consider is that 
you know, if you were going to swing by there, they would likely have stuff like holy water. So if you had a couple vials, you might be able to carry that around, dip some arrows in it, cook your weapons in it. Something that might be a little more potent now that you realize you're facing mostly spirits in the prison. I have holy water already. Just didn't want to use it? I, I, uh, no. I didn't want to use it. I only have one little bit. Gotcha. But if the boys and even if Lyra as well go to the temple, Eclipse is going to stay back. Okay. Interesting. Uh, definitely Ekman needs it for sure. Yeah, I, I need some healing. Lyra also needs healing, so she would go. So you guys head... And you take the long route again, passing through the Restlands. You make it to the Temple of Phrasma. Father Grimborough is there. And I think he sees you guys almost stagger in. I mean, you've each taken about half your health and damage at this point. So regardless of what you healed last night, I think you're all looking pretty battered and bruised. And Father Grimborough is going to walk up to you and say, Oh, oh my, my children. Um, are, are you all right? What what happened to you? Father Grimborough, it seems that our foes from beyond the grave still remain in this earth by the, by the prison. They fell upon us and we took some damage. Oh, my... Um, Matumbe, are, are you dealing with these spirits? Are you, are you putting them to rest? I, I was unaware that, you know, you hear the stories and, and nobody really goes into Harrowstone. So if, if what you say is true, um, we may have a problem that the lady would prefer that we solve. I profess before the Lady of Graves that I will solve this problem. Okay, and you've been putting the spirits there to rest. As well as we are able. <laughs> All right, my boy. Get, gather your friends. And, Come on, friends. And I think he, you know, he pulls you guys to the side. Is that, is that me? Oh, you're so nice. Holy shit. Three sixes. Neato, gang. Yay. So you guys should all be pretty damn close to back to full with uh, 16 points of healing. Uh, Can you run those numbers sixes. again? Three sixes, and his charisma modifier is how much he heals with channel. Is he negative well, two charisma? Because six- three sixes... Oh, shoot. I yep. 12. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. That's what I'm I thought. I'm a dumb dumb. So, 22. Whoa. That's even higher than I imagined. That's far more than I needed, but... Um, and he also notices that... Matumbe in particular looks like he's he almost looks shrunken in his armor a little bit like he doesn't have the strength he once had outside so he does (laughs) offer to (laughs) oh god he does offer to uh he has one lesser restoration he offers it up to you but if anyone else needs it eclipse is not here but she's also healed did you guys take any Ability point damage? Absolutely not. All right, all right. Mine healed overnight, so okay. Lyra's good. You would heal four points of strength damage, but you don't have that much, so... Thank you very much, Father. I feel 
reinvigorated. So you guys feel pretty good <laughs> as you... I imagine you, you stopped by... I don't know if you're collecting holy water or any of that kind of thing. If you have some flasks, you could toss it in there. Well, Ikmer himself definitely wouldn't know the, I guess, the, I guess, potential power that those things hold. So he wouldn't even, he wouldn't think about it, to be honest. Lear would probably ask, uh, she'd say, Father, do you have anything that could help? dispel the haunts we take care of them and they just keep coming back yes um well it's a tricky question my dear because you know, haunts they they all get put to rest in a different way it depends how the the haunting spirits died but i do believe that if if you were to Take a, a bit of holy water. You could potentially do damage with more than just positive energy. I know you look to be the type that can that can channel for good and, and deal positive energy to the spirits, but I, I know that you're likely limited. Uh, holy water can act as kind of a backup if you need it. That would work well. There's only so much positive energy I can give in one day. I would really appreciate it. So he he brings you to kind of this, it almost looks like a, uh, a pool of water where children might be baptized. Um, he has some flasks. He has four flasks with him. If you guys have any flasks on your person... You can likely fill those up as well. Ikmer will offer his cup, his adamantine cup that he had from the bar. You have a lid for it, or is he just going to hold the cup? Eh, he would try his. Actually, best. if it's if it's a tankard, it should shut. Uh, I think I, I did tell you it was a. Cup. I think I've, I told you it was a tankard. Oh, then I guess a tankard it is. I was expecting Ikmer to have to walk with. <laughs> All of the way to the prison. With, I mean, that'd uh, be pretty sweet. With but... a cup and like do his best to <laughs> not to spill it. Not to spill it. Oh yeah. yeah. Then by the time he got there, of course, nothing was in so there. So Ikmer can fill his tankard. Yeah. You have four flasks. Does anyone else, Emily? Do you want to split them two and two? Yeah, and Lyra also has a flask of salt water, so she will. Uh, she won't pour it out. She'll just chug it. Oh, God. Ugh. Oh, God. And, uh, and then fill that up. Yeah, then fill that up. So we'll have five. So five. five. Well, uh, you can, so you can take three. What are the medicinal purposes of your salt water? It tastes really good. And it just <laughs> makes me feel at home. <laughs> All right. So just FYI, I've been drinking uh, water. holy water is under the gear in your lap. Oh, heck yeah. You can just add it nice and easy. Yeah, so mechanically, because it was blessed at the Church of Phrasma, basically adjacent to the prison in the town closest to the prison, a flask of holy water, you'll need to make a ranged attack. You can use it on haunts, essentially. It won't really work for incorporeal undead. So if a ghost attacked you, it would just kind of sail right through them. But for haunts where you think you have 
like an object that is triggering the haunt. If you hit with a ranged attack with the flask of holy water or with a melee attack, if you just like shatter it on it or pour it on it, uh, it will act as disrupt undead. So 1d6 of positive energy damage. Cool beans. That'll be really helpful. So that's something that like maybe Ikmer might use because he doesn't yeah. really have like the the utility that Matumbe and Lyra have. Maybe E would use it as well yeah. because they don't really have that positive energy I, yeah, damaging. I, I guess now that I know that it mechanically is disrupt undead and Matumbe would know that he would offer his two holy water flasks to Ikmer. Uh, you use these against hunts. They would be very beneficial. All you have to do is pour it on the hunt. Instead of smashing, you just pour. It's easy. Ikmer. On the item of origin, if you can yes. figure out what that is. So with the okay. furnace, it's a little easier than it is with the cold spot. Uh, okay. Uh, I. You can trust me to... To do it really good. So I think at this point, the three characters head back to meet Eclipse. What has Eclipse been doing? Eclipse is in the library. Mm-hmm. And what is that bonus I get in the Lorimer Library? Plus two. Plus two. Unless you're looking in the um, your black book. Yeah. If you're looking in there, you have a plus four because you got the plus two from Antrellis and you also have the plus two from being in the Lorimore household to kind of do side research as you come upon stuff. Yeah, so E would, feeling, you know, uh, a little bit more confident about the creepy crawlies and stuff, <laughs> she's going to want to take another look at this on Verified Madness. Okay, roll me a knowledge planes. Seventeen. Maybe a will save. I rolled a fucking uh, five. Maybe if I come back, I could do a knowledge plans for you. Um, is this against mind affecting or shadow? Mind affecting. Twenty-one. You feel this darkness descend on your mind, and you shake it off, and you close the book, and you shudder. I shudder down. <laughs> sure. <laughs> So the rest of the party gets back to the Lorimer household. I assume you guys are heading to the prison, back to the prison. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, On the way there, Lyra would hand two of the holy water flasks to Eclipse and just say, these work against the haunts. Just throw or pour and we'll do positive energy damage against it. It's it's okay, Eclipse. They they think that I can do it too, and and I know it might be hard at first, but I think you could do it too. <laughs> what is X new like intelligence confidence? What's yeah, like, he's so confident. <laughs> he's so cocky the, now. The sheriff is is quite uh, is quite proud of me. I'm. Oh, I don't know if you've heard. You, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm quite the investigator. Um, was there anything that Eclipse wanted to do with um, with the Warden's sword? I think this is a great time for that, in fact. Yeah. Before we head off, you would probably look at it and say, Well, um, I'm, I'm really glad that you're feeling very confident 
um, in your investigating abilities, I want to see if we can get you confident in using this sword, because I think, I think you can do it. Uh, uh, okay. And then uh, he takes it in his hand. Uh, he's not quite sure what to do with it uh, right now, as, uh, as he's very used to being. Uh, so holding a sword. Does it or, I mean, kind of show Ikmer like with the sword, like the moves and stuff? Yes. So he's pulling out um, the plus one war razor, which acts as a short sword for her. And she's going to, you know, make different um, attacking movements, you know, like how to uh, move the sword up, down, sideways, all those things in order to further attack and um, have Ick repeat after her every time. So I think um, you guys would be outside doing this, and I'm going to say that you're likely kind of close to the town square. You would have to pass through it to get to the prison. And as Eclipse pulls the sword out to hand it to Ikmer and then reaches for the war razor, as her hand is about to leave the shaft of the longsword... Her eyes roll back once again. Okay. And she feels this anger directed towards her, this hate. And then she feels hot. And she feels a lot of the heat radiating from her palm that's on the pommel of the sword. And she realizes that the hate is coming from the prisoners of Harrowstone. She feels as though she's the warden. And she hands it to Ikmer and she comes to a realization. When this sword is out, she didn't really realize it before because she wasn't, she was either in the middle of combat where she didn't have the sword out and in her hands when this happened. When there is a haunt, Ikmer, if you are the wielder of the sword, you gain a plus two circumstance bonus to your perception of the haunt as your palms heat up. Only while you are in the prison. This is due to the spirits of the prison considering you the warden. So, Ick, just remember, if it gets very hot in your hands, that's just telling you danger's close by. It's coming. It, it warns you. Oh. Well, that's that's pretty handy, you know. I will be sure... <laughs> get a handy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's... You know, I... You can trust me Eclipse, I, I will do my best, and uh, you know what? I'll do better than my best. I won't let you down. That's good. Do you feel comfortable using it now? Yeah, it's it's kind of like if I was using my spear, except if my spear was pointy all over the place, and I <laughs> instead of just going like poke, poke with it, I can do that too, you know. See, like this. And then I can also do like a 
like a slashy X type of motion as well. It's, it, you know, I think just, just between you and me, Eclipse, I think even Matumbe could use it. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys head to the prison. I think I can have martial weapons. You head to the prison and (laughs) today is an overcast day, but it's not raining. So you make it up to the prison. It's, It's that basically nearly an hour long hike. You get to the front entrance. You guys going back in for round two? Yep. We're just going to take a long glance at the lake before before walking in. Make me a perception check. Are we, we, are we going in or she's looking at the lake? She's looking at the lake, I assume, as you guys approach. Okay. Five. A five. You feel a little comforted by the water, but... That's all you would see. Okay. I think appreciate we can, that. Yeah, I think we can walk in now. Okay, so you guys head in. Vikmer's scared, but he'll definitely... As long as everyone else is with him, he he really does have a confidence, and so he would he would be okay with And does he have in. his new sword out? Oh, he does. Uh, definitely. So... You walk up and you you realize, hmm, we came out of here in a hurry. The doors are closed. Who pushes the door open? Uh, uh, wait, 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 guys. Uh, you know, the last time that, uh, don't know if you guys realize this, but last time that I tried to force a door open, that, you know, there was kind of like a face thing. And it coughed or sneezed at me, and it. I'll it open the door. I'll open the door. God damn! <laughs> All right, so Matumbe opens the door. Okay. And he has open. her battle axe out, by the way, since I switched weapons. So we just uh, cracked the door, and a beer. Nice. So you guys enter, and again you feel this just oppressive feeling the second you step through the threshold. You enter into the foyer with the doors side to side to side to side. And as you enter into this room, once the last person enters, the doors slam shut. Although this time it's a bit different. This time it's just the doors behind you slamming shut. <laughs> what do you do? Hey guys, um, I'm thinking because we've already seen those two side doors. Maybe this time we just go straight, straight ahead. Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of, I mean, not, not, uh, not me, Ikmer, uh, is, I'm not very scared, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think that's a good decision, Eclipse. 
Matumbe makes a point of looking down at the two blood trails that that are trailing <laughs> from the doors to the right out the door and, and, and says to the rest of the party, I think going straight ahead might be in our best interest. So, based on my investigation, Matumbe, uh, I believe these are two bloody creatures that were dragged out of this room. There were two bloody creatures dragged out of this room. That is correct. Yep, because that's where I saved your asses. Come on, let's go. So you guys go straight? <laughs> yeah. Straight. You go straight to the north? Yeah. yeah. Through the set of double doors. I might have thought that I'm not an investigator, but I told you I was. You are a real kid detective. Can <laughs> we open the doors? Sure. <laughs> you open the doors. And go through. Correct. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's take our time describing that. No. <laughs> uh. All right, so I'm going to use my right hand to turn the door handle. So you enter into a room, guys. You're in a room. But before we open the door, <laughs> I nod to each one of our party individually. <laughs> Do you the return? The team comes out of the wall and slices <laughs> Matumbe's head from his shoulders. Roll up a new character and leave the room. Ikmer nods at the head rolling in the door. <laughs> All right, that makes can we, sense. Can we move on? Oh yeah, yeah. You guys want to do that? Okay. So you enter into this room and you see a long hallway. You see two sets of doors to the east, and then a door to the north at the end of the hallway, and a door to the west again, kind of by the end of the hallway there. Oh, to the west and the east. So you see basically three doors at the end of the hallway and two doors to your east as you kind of go down the hallway around the middle of the hallway. The hallway is about 50 feet long. Uh, perception check? Sure. And that's a plus to mine. If there are... Only if it's a haunt. Yes. Yeah. So, a 13 on the die. I see that, Steve. That's a natural one. That is a natural one. He's, he's trying to investigate too hard. It's a natural talent for some. Jesus, fuck. Go ahead. I guess the power of the dice tower wore off. Yeah, clearly. Maybe a new one, Eric. <laughs> 14 for Lyra. 14, 13, whatever one is, and... 21 or 26. Okay. You see two sets of doors to your east, a set of doors at the end of the hallway, and at the end of the hallway there is also a door to the east and the west. Okay, so it's not like naturally cold or unnaturally cold. The only thing you're feeling is this negative feeling that you've been feeling since the second you walked into the prison. Okay. And there's a door right by us, right? Yep. Okay. There's a door right to the east. Do we want to go straight ahead, or do we want to go right to the door to the east? No stone unturned, right? Yeah, for completionist's sake, we would go straight ahead and then work our way like counterclockwise through the prison. Um, well, you don't know what's really behind any of the doors. So. Right, ex- exactly. But we, we kind of, ha- I mean, spatially, we should be aware that we've explored virtually the entire right side. So going straight ahead would be the next thing that we would need to hit if we were going to like work counterclockwise like we were working counterclockwise going through the prison before. 
Okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. So which door? I the think straight ahead just, north. Yeah, straight ahead straight. to the north. Marching order, please. We are. We're in it. So it is Ick and Motumbe ahead of Lyra, who's right behind Motumbe, and E, who is right behind Ick. Okay. So you open the door at the end of the hallway. Yep. Make me a perception check. Anybody that's opening the door. So that would be Motumbe. Matumbe and, and there's another door. Uh, there's yeah, it's, it's so ten feet wide. Door. So. Two doors. So yeah. Eighteen on the die. That's well, a hot twenty-two. Ikmer's still pretty focused on uh, on over investigating Matumbe, and uh, oh well, four on the die. Okay, so Matumbe cracks open the door and looks around the room. He can see several moldy cots. They lay strewn around this room. While the doors to smaller, more private-looking cells, maybe, hang askew to the west. Judging from the rest of the room's decor, Matumbe would be relatively certain that this is the prison's infirmary. It appears this is where they treated the infirm in the prison. So, Mutumbe, is there um, anything of interest in here, or is this just an old infirmary? Will. Can't tell. He's not in the room. I rolled high to determine that it is an infirmary, but beyond that, maybe another check is in order. Yeah, so Matumbe's looking into this room, and it's about 25 feet deep by 30 feet wide he sees all these cots he sees some basically linens that kind of thing but he sees some cabinets Cabinets. he sees um, again those kind of private cells but (laughs) (laughs) but without going into the room I mean he can he can relay all of this information to the party, and you can either decide to turn back or go in. It's nothing but leaning cabinets in private seals. Maybe there's some healing supplies or extra potions if they were treating prisoners. They maybe didn't use the best materials on them, but there might be something we could use. We should further investigate those privates. And the cabinets. And the ca- yeah, yeah, that... Let's take a look. Okay, so place your minis in the room, and then you can roll me perception checks if you're looking at different things. So tell me what you're going to look at. And Eclipse would be looking at the cabinets, and she has a 15 or 20. So looking at the cabinets, Eclipse would see, yes, it is a bunch of medical supplies. She sees a couple of what look like Maybe potions, some other herbs and things that uh, she doesn't know right away if they're valuable, but they may be. She will grab each one and then automatically succeed on detect magic and spellcraft. Yeah, before she can even touch them, everyone needs to roll a perception check. Oh, is this for a hunt? It is not. Yeah, um... 
if anyone was interested, yes, uh, the dice tower has turned against me. That is my second natural one. <laughs> nice. Vikmer's at a seven. Eight for Lyra. Twenty-two or twenty-seven. Okay. So you're more perceptive than the three of us combined, plus some. (laughs) So those of you above a 15 feel more than just the general unease of the room descend in here. And you can almost hear a faint... What? It's like a shrieking. It sounds like a shrieking, and then it begins to grow, and then then the people that only rolled below it (laughs) <laughs> above a 10 can hear it and then finally Matumbe can hear it this shrieking in the room as this skeletal phantom creature appears in front of you and I need everyone to make me a will save <laughs> no against what effect it is a mind affecting effect 14 for Ikmer. 22 for the tomb. Six. I missed my dice box. Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> I rolled pretty poor as well. Um, I have a 12. Okay. Everybody below a 14. <laughs> so the girls, you are frightened. Oh, no. Four. Four rounds. Oh, Then I need everyone to roll for initiative as this shrieking shape appears and then immediately blinks out of sight. Man, honestly, fear or like frightened might be honestly one of the worst conditions in Pathfinder. It's really bad. Yeah. So because I am frightened, I have a minus one initiative and therefore I'm at a 10. 12. Man, Ikmer is uh, not prepared for this one with uh, one initial, or uh, rolled one on the die. One. Uh, total, total three. Okay. Oh, man. And Lyra? That's uh, 19 for her initiative. What did you roll? 15. And I, I did take improved initiative. It's cool, you're just gonna book out of the prison for four rounds. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So is up first. So so maybe we should explain to our listeners what the frightened condition means. A um, frightened creature flees from the source of its fear to the best of its ability. Uh, if it can't flee, it will try and fight. But um, a frightened person will take a minus two penalty on all attack rolls, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. A frightened creature can use special abilities, including spells, in order to flee faster. (laughs) Indeed, the creature must use such means if it's the only way they can escape. So frightened is very similar to shaken, except that the creature must fear. So basically the girls have this condition, and they're going to book it out of the prison for four rounds. Is Mm -hmm. the door... Did the door slam shut when we walked in here? Into this room. Okay. So. Oh, so I guess I would. Lyra, it's your turn. Start Uh, running. Yeah. You're right in front of the doors. She's going to run back to the front doors of the prison. Okay. Is that a double move? That would be a double move. We'll get her back to the end of the hallway. 
So back to the end of the hallway, you guys entered out of the yes. out of the room of slamming doors. Mm-hmm. E, you see a syringe come off of the side of the table next to one of these cots, and it's flung right at your face. Damn it. 18 on the die will certainly hit you. Absolutely. Ouch. For two points of damage. What are the uh, biological effects? Are th- can we uh, check for... Yeah, make a fortitude path- uh, Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's make a check for pathogens and other bloodborne diseases. Simple, okay. really. With that, Matumbe is up. He is not frightened. All right, I'm not frightened, but do I see any sort of enemy or thing that's causing this? Well, we did. You saw the skeletal apparition appear literally right in front of where Matumbe right. is. It's it's just but, not on the board. But it disappeared after it shrieked at you and your friend started running away. Okay. Um, is there any check I can make to see where it's at? A perception or uh, yep. I, don't, I don't know. You can make a perception check. You okay. know, glitter dust would be fantastic. That's a great spell that I don't have. Uh, An eight perception. Yeah, you most certainly don't know where it is. All right. Well, with an eight perception, I mean, if I don't if I don't know where the things that are attacking us are are, there's nothing I can do. So I mean, to the best of your ability, you could attack at the square you last saw it and hope for the best. I mean, that fifty percent miss chance that. If you hit something... Yeah, if you hit something, an I mean, invisible creature would, has a... You'd have a 50% mischance to hit it. Mechanically, Matumbe is smarter than I am. If something disappears, I... I, as a person, don't expect it to stay in the exact same square that it just disappeared from. I don't think Matumbe would expect that either. I don't think he's going to attack anywhere. He's not going to just swipe into a square. So he's just going to delay to see if it shows up. Yeah, I guess I guess that's a good point. Yeah, just perception check earlier, but um, ready in action that if it appears, he's going to make a disrupt undead against it this round. Okay. Eclipse, get on running. All right, so I get less than halfway through the hallway mm-hmm. that we just came from. Ikmer, you're up. Well, seeing as how he wasn't frightened and did see... Oh, uh, did Ikmer see the creature? You all would have seen it. Okay. Ikmer probably went into straight fight-or-flight mode, and because he's not currently running away, I think he would take that 50% mischance and just swing it whatever like even if it is just blank space to him it could be like it's where you last saw it sure go ahead with a 32 on the attack die or on the percentile die not gonna do it yep not gonna do it either way really it is Lyra's turn. She continues to leave. Yep, so she would be uh, right by the front doors, and she's still frightened, thinking this thing is coming after her, so she is going to try to open the door. Okay, make me a strength check. 
13. 13, the door does budge, but you also take oh. four points of negative energy damage as a face appears on the door and breathes <sighs> negative energy into your face. The door budges, and you're able to get through, though. Oh, okay. So... Is the door so left it's, open? It would, well, right. It would be um, a move action to get to the door, a move action to open the door, so your turn's done. effectively mm-hmm. over. Okay. Matumbe. Sixteen doesn't hit, right? No, it does not. So you see, like a tray flung at your face, and it it, it arcs high and misses you. Make a perception check. All right, that's an eighteen total. Eighteen total. You can see that the tray came immediately from the east of you. Basically, at the end of the row of cabinets, you can see that that's where the tray was sitting when it was flung. So I have a specific square? In theory, yes. You don't see the creature, but if you would like to resolve your... I would like to resolve my prepared condition. Mm -hmm. Does 11 hit its touch AC? No, Probably not. It does not hit its touch AC. So Matumbe fires off one of those disrupt undeads that we've all grown to love, and it just kind of flies off into the room and doesn't hit anything. Okay. Does he say anything? Confounded spirit. Be silent. Okay. I was thinking maybe like, hey, it, we're go to that square and hit it, but that's okay. No, it turns over. I mean, it's t- target. <laughs> Eclipse. Continue to run. Yep, so I will be two squares behind Lyra. And now, Ikmer. So, um... Uh, Matumbe? I saw saw you shoot over there. You you think it's right there? I'll I'll do one of those, like, half X motions right there if you want me to. Do your worst. Okay, and so then... Ikmer will move 10 feet to the east and slash at the an empty square to him. Okay. Not so good. A 20 on the percentile die. Yeah, that's not going to hit. And with that, it's Lyra's turn. She is still frightened, so I believe she would Continues continue. She would door. move 50 feet um, away, because that's double movement for her. Nice. And now, one square beyond the square that Ikmer attempted to attack, you see for a brief flash this skeletal apparition covered in chains and bandages and it shrieks at you again and I need both of you to make a will save Uh, 18 on the die that's a 21 oh hey we're died d20 bros also an 18 with that makes it a total 18 for for Ikmer you have a zero will save absolutely Jesus (laughs) so you both feel fine and the creature disappears again 
Thank God you rolled high, man. Matsume, it's your Twice. turn. <laughs> All right. Um, Matsume is going to fire a Disrupt Undead into the square that he last saw it. He will get uh, partial cover from Ikmer unless he moves. Take that five-foot step. All right, so Sir? I would have taken a five-foot step. Yeah, there's no reason I wouldn't have done that. Uh, 15 against Touch AC. 15 hits. All right, well, I have to roll percentile, right? Because it's invisible now? Yes. Okay. Eighty-five. That hits. Nice. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Time for that hot D six of positive energy. Maximum damage on that D six. That's six points of positive energy. Nice. Wow. Wow. Eclipse. It's your turn. And I will run all the way until I am on the front steps, the very top of the front steps. Okay. So the girls are outside. Boys, make me a perception check. 11. 21 total. 21 total. You hear chittering again. Oh, no. Those skulls. God damn it. (laughs) We need to start locking these doors. Okay, cool. It is Ikmer's turn. Alright, he's still pretty focused after missing the bandage-covered skeletal, skeletal. yeah. Yes, uh, and you said that was ten feet in front of him? It is five feet in front of him. So if he moves five feet, yes, it's it's ten total feet in front of him. So if he moves five, he's there. Absolutely, and that's what he'll do. Take that mischance. Uh, he'll, he'll do that half-X motion again. Uh, a 46 on the uh, percentile die doesn't doesn't do it. Not going to cut it, buddy. That's a shame. It really is, because everything else was quite, quite Here, nice. It's your turn. You run off the map. That's my last That's round, last round of, of being frightened, of though. Frightened. So she's starting to come to as she's running. And a whole nother four of running back into the prison it'll be... Ickmer. Unfortunately, a 10 doesn't hit your touch AC. Nope, not quite. But you feel this, like, strange cold kind of pass by you, but nothing. Matumbe, you're up. Okay, Matumbe wants to attack the same square that Ikmer attacked. He it looks like he might need to move a little bit to get a clear shot on it, so he's yeah. going to do that. He's likely going to have to move up. He'll probably yeah. have to move at least 10 like, feet yeah, in some direction. So he moves 10 feet up from Ikmer in order to have vantage on the spot. But if the creature is in that square, he probably wouldn't want to incur an attack of opportunity, so... I think that's his best spot. Exactly. So he's going to make his Disrupt Undead. 14 on the die. That'll hit the Touch AC. Let's see what those percentiles say. 78. That'll hit. That'll hit. Five on the die. Bam. Not bad. Off a D6, I'll take it. Okay. Eclipse, continue to run. 40 more feet. Ikmer, 
You felt this thing swing at you right in front of you. It, it's right here, Matume, right? Right, you, you, you got- Yes, strike two, you beautiful half-orc. Strike and drop your dice on the floor. <laughs> Did you miss the concealment again? Ah, can't hit concealment to save his life. Can't save. Nope. Okay. Nope. 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 Lyra, you are snapped out of the fear. What do you do? She is just gonna say, "Oh no!" And she's gonna turn around and start running back because she feels awful for fleeing the prison and leaving everybody mm-hmm. by themselves. So I think now she's like so back right. I think she's exactly where she was. Yep. Yeah. Right back on the edge of the map. Gotcha. Matumbe. Yes. Does an 18 hit your touch AC? Oh yeah, it definitely does. You take six points of negative energy damage as you feel this ethereal claw rake across your shoulder diagonally right in front of you. That's where you can feel it coming from. Okay. And it's Matumbe's turn. Alright, so Matumbe is going to take a five foot step um, so he can fire off that same so five feet away. Dead. Yeah, so he knows what square it came that attack came from. He's going to shoot one of those nice gray misty beams there. Wow, that definitely isn't going to hit their touch AC with a nine total. Nope, that definitely doesn't hit. It doesn't, but what he can do is tell Ikma, I have identified the square where it is. Please succeed on that percentile. <laughs> <laughs> so Eclipse, you are snapped out of fear. And I imagine you just moved back to where you were on the map. Yeah, so I'd be right at the start of the stairs again. Okay. Or top of the stairs, I guess. Ikmer, it's your turn. Uh, all right, Matube. I, I see where you're pointing at. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right there. To be honest, I'm not very confident in it based on how I've been uh, swinging, but I'll do it for you. Oh, you are buddy. terrible at this game. I have <laughs> literally, I have literally been switching die this, like, every single roll. It's a, it's a tabletop RPGers fallacy. So, so would you have been hitting if there was no percentile? Like, have you been rolling decent on your d twenties? You want to know what I rolled on my, uh, my d twenty this that? time? That? It was a twenty. Oh, oh, dope. And I actually didn't roll under a 10 on my D20 yet. Oh, so we would have been done with this thing a long time ago if you could just hit the percentile. And just just another FYI, this is the second time I've rolled an 8 on the damage die. Oh, you're maxing out your damage, too. He's he's trying so hard. He's trying so hard. He's throwing fucking natural 20s and max damage. Clear it. It's your turn. So she is going to continue to run, and she will pass Eclipse on her way moving 50 feet forward. From where she was, she'll move 50 feet. <laughs> this is actually yeah, pretty funny to see. Slam shut. 
So uh, it would take her the two move actions to get to the door. So she will be standing right outside the doors. Oh, no. Are you going to knock? Jesus. Uh, I can open the door. <laughs> it's a shutting door creek. That's a shutting creek. So she uses her two move actions to get to the door. Ikmer. Natural one on the die. Doesn't hit you. Thank you. You felt, felt the strange cold wind off of it as this if something had swiped at you. Matumbe, it's your turn. Combat. Okay, uh, Matsume is going to infer that it's in the same square that he successfully hit on, and Ikmer tried to hit, so he's going to attack with his Disrupt Undead. That is a 17 on the die. Yeah, don't get too excited, bud. You still I'm pretty roll. excited. I'm sorry. Should I get excited? Because that's a 62 on the Concealment. I still need to roll pretty high. Um... Sorry, but at least I'm hitting. Unlike one, two, three people in my party, <laughs> I'm the only one who's damaged this thing. How does a four strike you off that D6? Strikes me like not enough damage. At least it's damage. Eclipse. All right, so I can move 20 feet up. Right next to Lyra? Yep. And the doors are shut? Mm-hmm. All right, so that was one move action. The other move action will be try to open the door. Okay, make me a strength check. Seventeen on the die, so twenty. Okay. And you take six points of negative energy damage. Do I also take the damage since I'm standing next to you? Just a person okay. shouldering into the door. Thank you for that, Eclipse. But the door is open. All right. If the door is open, that's all I can do. Okay. Ikmer. He's gonna try to hit. Your face looks sad. I hope it's good. What so, is it, buddy? <sighs> I I hate this game. I might Do as well you? quit. Do I you? might as well quit. This is, guys. It's over. It's over. Podcast is over because headphones are coming off. He's done. Do it. This is <laughs> good this is ridiculous. Good, good attack roll. Six on the damage. Thirteen on the die for the d twenty. Well, what was that percentile though, bud? Uh, 35? Yep, that doesn't do it. Oh, perfect. Lyra, it's your turn. The door is open. All right, she is going to run through, and, um, oh, well, did the doors to the hallway shut? Nope. Okay, so she would just continue running, and uh, she'd also give Eclipse a quick nod for opening the door. Good job, bud. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. Ikmer. Does a 19 hit your touch AC? It does. Please take four points of negative energy damage. You know, it was a long time coming. And this time you feel it come from behind you. Okay. Matumbe. All right, so you said it, it came from a different square... Boop. What's? I guess it's not my turn. I can't talk. 
Does it, can I make a perception check to see like if he, if he got attacked from the make same a perception spot? Check. All right, cool. Fifteen on the die. That's a nineteen total. Yeah, you can see him kind of like as if he got hit from behind. Him lurch forward. All right, so I'm going to direct my disrupt undead ray exactly uh, behind Ikmer, where it looks like he got hit from. Well, you're going to have to take a move first. It's a six on the die, bud. Oh, it doesn't fucking matter. I got a six on the die. You're, okay. Well, I mean, you did move. Yeah, though. sure. I would. I, okay, I would have had to move ten feet. Lips. Well, I'm gonna move forty feet up again. Ikmer. He feels like uh, he got hit from behind. He has a, at least a general direction and just slashes wildly. Come on. That D twenty is cocked. Oh wait, your percentiles garbage. Oh no. Yeah, that's 26. Useless again. Yeah, Hickmer's doing really good, guys. Lyra, your really turn. Good. Um, so Lyra is going to spend one move action. Now she'll spend both move actions and she will... Get into the room? Enter the room. Yep. Okay. The three of you see the skeletal figure appear directly be- behind Ikmer. And I need Ikmer and Matumbe to make me a will save. Lyra, you're not as scared of it anymore. Yes. You know, there's only so many cool. times Ikmer can be not frightened of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a five on the five on the die means a five will save. Hey, buddy, guess what? I got a three on the die. That's a six will save. Well, you're both frightened then. Matumbe, it's your turn. God. Well, Matumbe is going to move 60 feet out the room. He's going to basically... Lyra comes running in. Matube comes running straight out. Bye. Bye, guys. I did what I could. It's too powerful. <laughs> this. Oh, and he ends right next to Eclipse. <laughs> oh, High five. Right, so Ta- tag you. I'm going to tag you in, coach. Eclipse, it's your turn. While I'm moving 40 feet into the room again, I guess. Okay. Ikmer, you got to run. Exactly, but... Before I do run, I will give them the location of where I was slashing at. Well, and where we saw Lyra could already see yes. it. Okay, so. it's right there. But 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 it's, it's save yourself. I, I I can't I can't keep going anymore. How many rounds are we fighting for? Oh, you were fighting for three rounds. Cool. Well, that's a Thanks. Better. You know, I Ikmer has been doing so much lately that, like, so much damage, so much. Yeah, damage. It's a, it's such a big loss. <laughs> it's only yeah, it's only fair. So Ikmer ran out. It's Lyra's turn. Lyra, you know what square this is in. Okay, but it's turned invisible now. Yeah, it's so I'll have now. to roll that percentile. Yep. All right. Well, she's gonna take a five foot step up, so she is uh, right in front of that square that it's supposed to be in. Don't blow it. Yeah, and then she is going to attempt to cast Cure Light Wounds and touch it. Okay. <laughs> 31 on that percentile. Yeah, it's not going to do it, but you're still charged up with the spell. At least I didn't lose it. Thank goodness. Lyra, does an 11 hit your touch AC? It does not. Okay. 
you feel this wave of cold slash past you, but nothing happens. Matumbe, you keep running. Eclipse, what are you doing? So I still probably think it's right in front of Lyra, correct? Yep. So I will move uh, 10 feet up. Matumbe has left the prison. Matumbe has left the building. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to roll my percentile. Just see. Okay, I got 87. Okay. Now let's see if I hit. Um, I got a lax because that's what I have out. It's the only thing I can do. Uh, That war razor? I don't have it out. I made a distinct point of saying I have my battle axe out. Uh, And I miss anyways. Yep. Okay. Ikmer, keep running. All right. That's what he does. Uh, Thank goodness. He's, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but he's a lot slower than Muntumbe. (laughs) (laughs) Lyra, you're up. All right. She still has... Oh. Uh... She still has a spell charge, though. Yeah. Could she do some sort of a perception check to try to figure out if it's, like, making a noise or something around her? You remember or? that it slashed at you, so... Oh, it maybe still is you're, you're thinking that it's likely next to you attacking you. All right. Well, then she will attempt to cast that Cure Light Wounds uh, right in its same square. A 51 this time on the Oh, shit. Oh, my God. And I rolled well on the D20. Oh, my God. Uh, So that's an 18. Yep. So I get to make a will save. Yes, you do. Ikmer gave her all the insight. 16 on the die. Brings it up to an 18. Does that pass? By one, yeah. Okay. So it's still half damage. But roll your damage. Hey, it's better than Ikmer. (laughs) Four damage. Well, and then it would go down to so two. two damage. Yep. And you see it flicker back into vision, and it screams at you, and then fades into the floor. Ooh. And you guys are out of combat, and I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> I Two knew it. Running away. I knew it. <laughs>